Liana. And I'm Rosalyn. And today I think, Rosalyn, we're going to chit-chat a little bit about what an actual micro-vacation is, right? Yeah, so have you ever heard the term micro-vacation? I have not. So I have an article right now from Travel and Leisure talking about why micro-vacations are really popular amongst millennials. In the article, it says, according to the 2019 Vacation Confidence Index, 57% of Americans did not take a vacation longer than four nights last year. Any vacation less than four nights is considered a micro-vacation. I guess that makes sense. I don't know. I feel like four nights is pretty long, though. I don't know if it's because maybe I just take a lot of micro-vacations. Yeah. No, and the more that you're going into it, I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't feel like I take vacations that are a lot longer than that. Yeah, I think it kind of ties into, how do you say, leisure travel, like business Business. leisure travel. So it's like you'll go on a work trip and then extend it. We're notorious for that here. Yeah. We do that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So this article attributes it mainly to the cost of traveling. So it says that 25% of millennials preferred to travel in micro vacations just because they didn't want to spend money on a longer stay. 37% said that it was easier to take off less time from work. And 34% said they spent time attending special events like weddings or visiting friends. Does it say at all if people are more prone to drive or fly for these micro vacations? Because I mean, I think from a time perspective, you would assume that Flying would maximize your time, but also probably expensive sometimes to fly somewhere for such a short amount of time. Yeah, it's hard to find that balance between making the most of your travel time while also minimizing costs, especially when going on like these short trips, you're maximizing your time in whatever area you're in. So you might only be there for like one or two nights, but you're packed that 48 hours with all the activities you can do. And so micro vacations, I mean, it has the word vacation in it, so it's definitely not like a business trip. Because I feel like we travel quite a bit with our company, working for a hospitality brand. But, I mean, our, our trips are only one or two nights. But since it's for work, it probably would be considered a micro-vacation, right? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Because I know, um, as we mentioned before, that extending work trips and spending time in like cities that you might already be traveling to for work for like another night or two. And I don't know if those can, are considered micro-vacations since they are, you know, those like 24, 48-hour trips. So like recently, we just did one in Nashville where we went to Nashville for a work trip and then we stayed an extra night. I mean, to me, I thought that felt like a micro-vacation. But... Yeah, same. I think it's just really interesting because we are millennials that that's almost like how we define vacations, right? Like four nights. Like, great. That's very standard, very normal for us. I wouldn't throw on a label of calling that like a micro vacation. I would just be like, yeah, I'm going on vacation. To me, taking a vacation for four nights is crazy. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Right. And I mean, when I took off a whole week to go to Mexico this past summer, like obviously I called that a vacation and – when I was talking to people, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm taking actually a lot of time off from work. I'm taking an entire week off, which is – so now I'm just like, is that a normal vacation since four yeah. nights is kind of like the, the max for a micro? Me and one of our coworkers went to Hershey, Pennsylvania to like the Hershey theme park, and that was like a 48-hour trip, and I felt like that was a vacation. But it was like the article was saying it was for a wedding for a friend, so – I feel yeah. like we, ha- we need more clarity. <laughs> yeah. So many questions. I know. I feel like, if anything, this has raised more questions than answers. Correct. Yeah. I feel like we need to, like, bring someone in, like a consultant, on, yeah. like, what a full-length vacation is. Yeah. I mean, and it's kind of funny, since we work in the hospitality space, that we have such a big question. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I wonder, too, if a lot of that has to do with the fact that a lot of industries, not just hospitality, are placing such a heavy emphasis on... Um, 
mobilizing their work days and having a lot of stuff be online, having a lot of processes that use different online platforms and tools. I'm wondering if that plays into micro vacations because you're not truly, like you're still around. Yeah, it's like the age of the cell phone. So it's like even when you're out of the office, you're still reachable. People can still contact you. So you're never really off the clock when it comes to work. And so it like, I don't know, is it just finding the time to be able to squeeze in 24 to 48 hours of a trip? Or is it, you know, just the convenience of being able to do it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of funny because like you just said, it's the day of the cell phone, email, it's like email on your cell phone. Yeah. So I know like personally and I know, from working with you as well, all of our out-of-office messages are like, I will still email you. It just yeah. may take longer than 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is really funny. I wonder if there are any specific cities that, or maybe not just cities, um, if there are any specific destinations or types of destinations that people tend to lean towards for a micro vacation. Because in my opinion, me personally, it'd be very hard to go Um, obviously abroad for just a couple of days or even going somewhere tropical. I think it would be too much of a tease for me. I wouldn't want to go somewhere, even like Florida, for just a weekend. I'd be like, oh. Yeah, like when you were talking about the difference between like flying or driving for micro vacations, I think I would always want to drive just because I would think I would want to pick a place that's close enough, like in proximity to where I live so I can spend most of my time actually there yeah Yeah. because I feel like once you factor in like you have to be at the airport early like the flight time like if I'm traveling somewhere that's like you know a four-hour drive away that's about the same as flying right even if it takes 30 minutes in the air yeah you're right I guess in my opinion when I hear the word micro and I think of um going somewhere for such a short amount of time I immediately what stands out to me would be like a city destination something that has tons of stuff to do so you can jam-pack your day, two day, three day trip. The one to two night vacations, I wouldn't call a vacation. I think I would call it a getaway. I mean, do you agree? I think that that's a good point. That is probably closer to a getaway than it is a vacation. But I don't know. Because I'm like, I'm thinking about like the last couple trips that I've done that were like really short and quick. And I'm like, did I even come back refreshed? Was it worth have it like would have been better if I just taken like extra time off and been gone for you know five days or a week or like you know longer than what a like quote-unquote micro vacation is and this honestly poses like an even bigger question to me what kind of destinations make I don't know like what defines a vacation mm-hmm. before I break it down to what defines a micro vacation I'm like not even really sure what defines yeah. <laughs> an actual vacation like is it PTO is it where you Go. All right, so I do have a list of some tips and rules for micro vacationing, if you want to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. Hit me with it. Okay, so number one is don't go far. It says travel no more than a couple of hours by car or plane. Any morning you'll arrive cranky and exhausted. That's fair. I can relate to that. Yeah. And then I think, like we were saying before, it all goes back to how far are you traveling, how, like, how much time are you going to get to spend there. Plus, like, how expensive it is. Yeah. Because if you book... I would imagine micro vacations are not like spontaneous, but they're also not, you don't plan a micro vacation two years in advance, a year in advance, like maybe even six months in advance. Like I would say planning wise for a micro vacation, it's kind of like, hey, I want to go somewhere. When can I take off the time? And like, how much do I need to save for this 
like micro vacation. Like I can oh. see planning it out more than a month. Like this, right. like this to me sounds like if I'm sitting at home with my roommate, I really want to go to Chicago. What what weekend works for you? Yeah, and yeah. then just kind of planning it out based off of that. My best friend from back home actually just texted me this past weekend and said, "Hey, I want to go on a long weekend with you." Like she lives in New Hampshire, I'm obviously here in Columbus, Ohio, um, and she was like, "I want to do like a long weekend." And so now we're in the process of planning that and maybe we can do a follow-up yeah. podcast about what an actual micro vacation is. But <laughs> we're talking about like where to go. I don't think we're following these rules. We're talking about Colorado. Like she's in New Hampshire, so yeah. that's the other side of the country. Okay, well, so then you're also breaking rule number two, which is stay in your time zone. Cool. It says cool. jet lag is real. And so you don't want to spend your whole vacation being jet lagged and tired. Number three goes back to what we were talking about in terms of like this isn't a vacation you're planning out six months in advance, but it's also not like a last minute, like let's right. just get in the car and go. Right. Um, so this says use commitment devices. And it's um, advising that you make one arrangement in advance that will force you to go even if you're tempted to skip at the last minute. Oh. So that could be booking your plane ticket, renting your car, booking your hotel, any one single commitment beforehand that when it's time to leave on the weekend, you know you're only going to be there for you know a couple days, that you still hop in the car and Honestly, that points out something that I completely overlooked is people bailing last minute. I wonder what the, what the bail cancellation ratio, rate. yeah, cancellation rate is for micro vacations because I feel like that's a really smart tip to put in there is to have some type of commitment that people are already financially obligated to go or they already. Yeah, I mean, I will say for my trip to Hershey. I, I wanted to bail last minute, but I was like, I have a hotel booked in Pennsylvania. I'm not going to get my money back. I mean, even if it's only like, you know, $50, $100, that's like $100 that I might as well go enjoy. Right. How long, how long of a, a drive was that? So I want to say it was like six hours one way. So it was like a trek. Yeah. But, but it goes back to what I was saying before, that I was like, I could have flown to Pennsylvania, but to get to the, get to the airport, get on the plane, the flight is probably like what one hour and then I have to rent a car when I get there so then at that point it's already four plus hours I'm like I might as well just take my car and do the extra two it's like midwestern logic right there I guess yeah because for me I'd be like no I'm just gonna fly (laughs) (laughs) so this says make it quick which I think feeds right into the micro vacation logic Um, it says go for no more than three to four days uh, which I think is what defines as a micro vacation so this suggests that you take off on a Thursday or Friday evening, so you're only missing a few hours of work, um, and you don't need to find someone to cover for you. You won't be worried about all the emails you'll be missing. So do not take a vacation from a Monday to a Friday. Yeah, so basically if you're going to do micro vacation, make it a weekend. Got it. Save, save your PTO for your big vacation, your capital big. V vacation. Capital V vacation. I love yeah. it. Number five is be flexible. You might have to drive further to find a hotel in your price range or wait longer for a car rental, but it's all part of the adventure. Sounds like my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Leanna's like, doesn't sound like a vacation. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a vacation. And number six is most important, don't overthink it. Look forward to the fact you're taking a vacation. It is a micro vacation. At the end of the day, you're only going to be there for a couple of days. As long as you have your phone, your credit card, your ID, you can figure it out when you get there, which is not the way I like to travel. No, not the way I like to travel either. Maybe that's what's refreshing about them. I just kind of feel like micro vacations are something that is even beyond just millennials. I feel like it's just kind of like you said, the way that the travel industry has shifted towards. And I'm really curious to see why. I don't know if it's just because of the way that people are working these days, if it's 
cost of travel. Like, I'm just not sure. But yeah. I guess, like, looking back as a child, like, our vacations were a lot bigger and mm-hmm. a lot more, like, a lot more went into it. They were probably more expensive. And so now I'm just wondering. You kind of brought up a good point for me. Like, now that I'm thinking about, like, vacations I took as a kid versus now, I think when I was younger, like you said, the vacations were a lot bigger. So it would be like, we're going to Disney World for a week. Right. But we do that like once a year. Now thinking about me taking micro vacations, I feel like I'm at least going somewhere every couple of months. So I'm doing more vacations, but they're just super short. Wow. Well, I am super enlightened now on what micro vacations are and at the same time a little bit confused <laughs> as well. So I would love to keep you updated on how the planning of my soon-to-be micro vacation is going to go for the weekend. But until then, if you want to hear more from us, you can find us on social at RedRoofIn or visit our website, RedRoof.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next Tuesday. Have a good one and happy travels.